Hey there. Do you love Kindling Conversation? Make your voice heard and vote for it at the Australian Podcast Awards. Head to kindling.com.au slash vote. But do it soon, because voting closes April 1st. I used to sit in the preschool in tears. People say to me all the time, you're a parenting expert because you've got six kids. And I'm like, well, no, I know plenty of people with lots of kids and they're not parenting experts at all. (laughs) doesn't matter which school they go to as long as they're being well supported at home because I will not be camping out to get them into the out of area or the fancy private schools. From the news desk to the nursery, this is The Parent Panel with Siobhan Hunt. As parents, we often don't get a word in edgewise, at least I don't seem to with my kids. So we created a show where parents get to talk and give their opinions without any interruptions, except from each other, maybe. Our topics today are Qantas is doing away with mum and dad to be more inclusive, the titles that is. Is this good manners or have they gone a step too far? Salty sausages are under siege and what's a poor time-deprived parent to do? Are our children's consumers of fast fashion? And finally, slime. How do you deal with it? And what other crazy fads have you had to live through? Our parents this week are Rian Allen, a.k.a. The Healthy Mummy, and Aaron Brunston, Chief Executive Officer of fashion label label Jason Brunston. Uh, Welcome to you both. Well, thank you. thank you. (laughs) I I have to start with a huge congratulations to Aaron (laughs) because he's getting married very soon. And last time you were on this show... we were, it was before the vote. That, that's right. Absolutely right about that one. <laughs> and I remember saying to you what you know what was going to happen, and you said if the vote yes came through, you're going to get married. And here we are. <laughs> here we are. <laughs> Two weeks countdown. <laughs> and I feel I feel very privileged, Rian. We are both very privileged that he actually found the time to come because oh, two absolutely. weeks before any wedding uh, is huge stress. Yeah. I know he's not stressed. No, <laughs> not. you got everything cool you need. As a cucumber. <laughs> That's right. And and you and Jason haven't had any fights because my husband and I fought like cat and dog mm. before our wedding. No, it's been actually really good. So, good. yeah, we, we fought about the cake today because <laughs> I wanted a rainbow cake, typical, but he's like, no, no rainbow cakes. <laughs> Jason, <laughs> rainbow cakes are awesome. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, um, let's before we move on, let's have a chat about your kids. Rian, you've got two. Can you tell us about your boys? I do. So I've got two little boys, five and seven. And they, they just don't stop. They are like crazy, but um, amazing. But um, they're just, they, I am not a parent who um, children will sit down and be quiet. They always want to do something all the time. So I constantly feel I'm getting pulled from here to here, but it's great. And uh, Roman, we've got a boy as well, Aaron. So yes. there's lots of sons, Three boys. sons <laughs> in the sons. house today. Yes, yes. I've got to take a few tips from yeah. you. <laughs> and Roman's three now, is that he's right? He's three years old. Yes, he just turned three a couple of months ago. He's a feisty little kid. He's uh, full of energy and he's constantly on the go. And he loves fashion. He loves uh he loves painting, so he's just a cool kid. So oh, That yeah. sounds lovely. All right, well, let's get into the show in just a moment. Is it time to do away with titles like mum and dad? Say my name, say my name. No one is around you. Say, baby, I love you. We are getting a webcam because these people know how to dance. (laughs) Following on from a spirit of inclusion initiative, Qantas staff will now be replacing the term mum and dad with parents. 
Now, former Prime Minister Tony Abbott told 2GB Radio that it was political correctness that's gone way over the top, while Lucy Tatman, who's a senior lecturer in gender studies at the University of Tasmania, told the ABC that the policy was just good manners. Now, I've got some interesting comments from our audience before I get to our guests. Becky said... It isn't over the top for people in the minority who don't fit in into the category mum and dad. For us, it's a step towards feeling more included. Sophie says, on the other hand, I hate the word partner. I stopped using that a long time ago and just call my called John my husband, even though we're not married. Nearly 13 years in, I think I can choose. So I'm interested to know what you guys think. Rianne, did you think it's good manners or is it a step too far? I think it's manners. I think, that, you know, we live in a world today which is so diverse and I think people need to be tolerant of everyone's different situation. And you know, there's lots of different situations, lots of different types of parents and types of situations. And I think that as humans, we need to be tolerant of everybody and not, not go, well, it's all about me. It's about everyone else as well. So I think I think it's good manners. And I think that it's not just Qantas. It's been um, a recommendation for, for all people, but Qantas have a Adopted it, so um, I think I think it's a good thing. Aaron, what are your thoughts? Well, firstly, shut up, Tony Abbott. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what is political correctness? You know, I mean, we live in a world that everyone needs to be included. It's inclusion. I mean, you know, yes to the gay marriage vote, which is what life is all about. I don't want my kid growing up in. In you know in a in a in a country or in a world that, that he's not included or his parents are actually made to be felt like second class citizens. So, good on you, Qantas. It's a great step towards uh, uh, diversity. It's a great step to saying that you know we are all the same. So whatever the title is, it goes out of the door these days. It doesn't matter anymore. Brilliant. All right. So it's a big high five yes. to Qantas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Definitely. I'm Siobhan Hunt. You're listening to the Parent Panel on Kindling Conversation, where we invite two parents into the studio to get their thoughts on the stories and events of the week. Today, I'm joined by Rian Allen, aka The Healthy Mummy, and Aaron Brunston, who's the Chief Executive Officer of fashion label Jason Brunston. Next, Salty Sausages Under Attack. You're listening to Kindly Conversation. Five big sausages sizzling in the pan. One went pop, one went bam. Four big sausages. <laughs> it's like having play school in the room when a song like this is on. Just goes to show all kinds of music, fun to dance to. So, sausages, they have saved me as a parent, Uh, particularly my eldest is very fussy and there was a period when the only meat I could get in her gob was a sausage. (laughs) Now now nutritionists at the George Institute for Global Health have said a single sausage on white bread with a smidge of tomato sauce has half the recommended daily salt intake for adults. So I'm going to start with... um, Aaron on this one because I figure Rianne you'll have a few things to say about this does your son like sausages oh my god he loves sausages and you know what (laughs) yum sausages are yum get over it I mean seriously if you're so concerned about the salt intake get organic sausages I mean you know it's um it's better for them and um you know I don't think any kid should be deprived as long as you're moderate and you don't have to feed him sausages every day that's a different story altogether but you know 
everything has got some good in it, things got bad in it, so why not? If your kids love it, give it to them. I mean, there's no big deal about it. I don't think so. I don't think we should. Rianne's agreeing with you. Yeah. I was not surprised. I was not expecting that, Rianne. Well, the thing is, is that, you know, I'm a huge advocate of balance, okay, and yeah. not making any food group you know, an enemy or awful. I think that, you know, absolutely right. If you have sausages every day, that's obviously not good. But it isn't just sausages. It's all processed meats and foods. And as parents, we do need to be aware of it. But the, my kids have sausages, but I choose low-salt variety. Um, exactly. I choose chicken sausages, yeah. which are, you know, a bit better than some of the other ones. But also talk to your butcher, ask them what's in there. You, know, you can even make your own um, so you can control what's in them. But I think as soon as you, as a parent, banish anything, it makes a child want it, as well as it makes you want that's it. Right. Which is why, you know, most people who will try and lose weight or go on a diet fail because the diet will tell them, don't eat this, don't eat that. And then straight away you go, oh, I really want to eat that. So- <laughs> I feel like that one. Yeah, yeah. See, Give it uh, to me. Aaron wants a sausage yeah, right now. Yeah. I do. A salty one. I could do but, with one. <laughs> but I think it's just about balance and having a really balanced approach to everything in life because then you can bring up your kids not fearing things and not thinking, oh, my God, that's awful. You know. Can you tell us the... Um, For me, the sort of revelation with this stuff is the difference between store-bought sausages and going to your butcher. As someone who's looked at this, how much difference is there if you go to your local butcher as opposed to buying There can be a huge difference. I think that you have to, you know, everyone needs to be aware that if you're buying anything from a supermarket, it is built to have a longer shelf life, whether that's on the fridge or on the shelf. So it's just, you know, the, the organic buy or the butcher's buy, it just has less in it because they're often fresh and they get sold that day or the next day, whereas supermarkets can, they put a lot of chemicals on as well, not just the salt, mm. to make things last, look redder, look more appetising to sell to us consumers. So I think we just mm. need to clue ourselves up on on that kind of stuff. And I like talking to a butcher to know what's in it. Good on have you. Have you actually ever made your own sausages, I have, <laughs> I have not. I have not. I am very busy. However, our chef and nutritionist, I've seen them do it and I'm yeah. like, I need to get some of that Is stuff it, and it do that. It kind of looks like skin. you got to get the skin. you got to get the skin, the casing with, uh, and do yeah, it. Yeah. All of that. So it kind, yeah. of, it kind yeah. of intrigues me with its grossness, and but it also scares me with its complexity, yeah. sausage well, making. I, I think the, when I've seen them do it, it's the, the grinding for the meat is, is, you know, is quite specific because yeah. it doesn't bind, but then it's um, the casing thingy is, um, mm. is tricky. But I think it's the kind of thing I always think, oh, I should do because my kids would love it because it's disgusting yes. and it would be fun, but I yeah. just haven't got around in my life to going, yes, I'm going to do it. All right, so we, sausages is my go-to. Yep. yep. The other one Thought is chicken nuggets. Chicken yeah. nuggets. Oh. Is that, are those the two classics? Or oh, my they- God. <laughs> you, no, is I, that a, oh my god yes or oh my god oh my no. god no no way no way so i draw the line with chicken nuggets you don't so, like chicken nuggets well i love chicken nuggets but i would never give it to my son actually speaking Why? of which we went out to dinner last night and it was on the kids menu and i thought well it's a great restaurant yeah. here we're at you know it's yes. quite nice and beautiful so we ordered the chicken nuggets and it got there and Roman just took a bite of it and he went yuck daddy yeah. that tastes terrible so i thought well seeing what he's on about yeah. so I tried it it was the worst thing it was filled with processed meat oh, and it was yeah. almost like Gross. so that's why you don't like them yeah they, yeah. yeah it's but, you not know, good what, for the kids one of the easiest things to do honestly with chicken nuggets is you just get chicken breast you, you, you make it with some breadcrumbs and you can even do some um, like grated cauliflower and cheese exactly. I do those my kids like that because mm-hmm. again it's the, the processed thing what they put in those things like there's YouTube videos you can watch and it's frightening oh <laughs> of what goes in there but you can do a lot of these things 
at home and something like chicken nuggets is actually super easy to make. It's like it's like two minutes. It's really easy. Ah, so you can give that ideas, a go, Sharon. Ideas. I, I need to call you for some cooking. Yeah, I'll tips. give you some of our books. <laughs> Making connections. Oh, yes. <laughs> You're listening to the Parent Panel on Kindling Conversation. I'm Siobhan Hunt. My guests today are Aaron Brunston, Chief Executive Officer of Fashion Label Jason Brunston and Rian Allen, a.k.a. The Healthy Mummy. In a moment, are our children the latest consumers of fast fashion? Kindling Conversation. You're listening to Kindly Conversation. This week, Zara announced that it will have an online store in Australia. Melissa Singer wrote in the Fairfax Press that there are pros and cons to this move, but mostly she's concerned about fast fashion and clothing ending up in landfill. And this got me thinking about my own purchases, not necessarily for me, but for my children. So when they were babies, it was really easy to have hand-me-downs and presents that everyone gave us. But as they are getting older now and growing out of things really quickly, I find myself popping off to Kmart or Target to get the leggings or whatever, keep them warm, keep them closed. Um, So it's getting harder. But then I also have this real annoyance with people who dump their car stops on me. So people will come over with bags full of stuff and my kids are hoarders. They are hoarders. (laughs) Their room is disgusting and they won't let me throw anything out. So my environmentalist side of myself should be going through and picking the new stuff for them to wear, which is really secondhand clothing. But uh, the time poor parent in me is like, I can't do this. I'm just going to go and get what fits them and what yeah. I know will work. So, Aaron, um, I should start with Rhea now because I know Aaron's going to have a career. Start with no, start with Do your kids still wear second – or do they, do they ever wear second-hand clothes? Do they now? And do you think we need to be more careful in how we dress our kids? Well – I love fashion <laughs> and I, I love, you know, finding great clothes. We are fashion all <laughs> here. Um, but, you know, for kids, for me, they're not interested in the fashion so much. They just want comfy clothes. They're going to let them run around and be crazy. And I've got two boys. I've never had hand-me-downs because no one's ever given them to me. Same, I, I yeah. take them if I gave yeah. them, but they don't. Yeah. Um, you know, my hardest thing is keeping them clean because they get them so dirty that, yeah. you know, they have a life. Whether that's the quality of the clothes or whether that's because my kids are just shockers for getting things dirty. No, they're boys. I don't know. I think it's boys. But um, but you know, it is. It's yeah. I think a lot of you got to think. Of, a lot of Australians are on a really tight budget as well. So yeah. if it's, I'm not sure if it's fast fashion, it's whether it's it's cheaper clothes that you know have the prints of their favourite things or whatever oh, on them. Okay. But it's but it's dreadful. <laughs> it's, Aaron can't I hold like, back. Oh my gosh, she can't but, hold back. But I think it's about. Um, fast fashion if it is fast fashion it's catering for you know families are on a tighter budget you know um but i think that the big thing is that when things i do it all the time when i you know want to buy new things and i don't want to wear something and the kids do i give them to a charity shop i always make sure they're recycling and that's a big thing it's you know if you can if you love clothes you love fashion and if you need to buy new things for the kids are growing out of things then either hand them to someone else or give them to a charity shop Aaron, I, I am so fascinated to know what you think, and I'm also never letting you see what my children wear, <laughs> ever. Well, for, for starters, I don't know any parent that don't shop at Target or Kmart. Yeah. It's practical. I mean, you it know, is. it's it's good 
clothing. It's not. It's inexpensive. There are things that kids wear to daycare because they come. Have you seen yes. what they come back with? It's I awful. mean, the is almost ruined. Yeah. You have to chuck them out. Yeah. So, but I think as a family ourselves, we've always taught our kids simply because probably because we are in fashion as well. We've always mm. taught our kid to appreciate, understand good quality clothing. Not mm. that it's something that we put on to him just to go to daycare but yeah. it's something that we like now and then is there's a special function or is there's a nice birthday party we want him to dress well we want him to appreciate quality rather than it being about fast fashion and yeah. in regards to hand-me-downs I mean I just wish someone would give me some hand-me-downs <laughs> but everyone thinks that's oh well, well they don't need hand-me-downs yeah. you know <laughs> I'd be too scared to give you yeah. my hand-me-downs honestly <laughs> <laughs> maybe with some Paw Patrol on. yeah Paw Patrol <laughs> loves Paw Patrol so but we always do the right thing so as soon as Roman wears the clothes out and he can't fit into them anymore we give it to the Smith family we drop yeah. them in the charity box or we give mm. them to friends so it's always passed on because they're beautiful clothes and we don't want to you yeah. know Roman probably wore them once or twice we pass it on yeah. and I've also kept a little box for his children oh so there are some things you can't things that you just can't out. get rid of yep but I mean my advice is fast fashion is always going to be there whether mm. you like it or not you know it's practical it's smart mm. and you know just keep your kids looking Simple. I mean, you don't have, you know, prints. I mean, I don't like print t-shirts and stuff like that. Though kids do love them, but I'm more about navies and whites and blacks and, you know, and those kind of stuff. And plain looking things and nice things that yeah. I think kids learn to appreciate that yeah. clothing is really clothing. Can so. I, I need to ask now. So the things that I've kept for my kids is my mum has been a knitter, the fastest knitter oh, on the planet. And she makes these <laughs> beautiful jumpers and and dresses even for my daughter and for all of her kids so I can't throw those out and I've got a box of those things but there have been a few things that I've kept that no one would understand why Why? like the the first onesie they wore or what I took them home from the hospital in yeah Aaron you mentioned that you have kept some things do you what are the things you keep do you keep them because they're beautiful clothes or because of the memories you have uh, a bit of both so something is memory driven mm. by memory but some things like you don't want to give a hundred dollar Burberry t-shirt away would you so <laughs> it's something that you go oh wow I love this so every now and then I take yeah. it out of the box and I go oh I love this Burberry t-shirt <laughs> Oh, I love this polo, you know, crew neck t-shirt. Or, you know, it's it's those things as well. So it's about the appreciation of the of the product of the of the item. So, and then when you look at it, you actually remember the times that he wore it, and you thought, well, you know, it's it's great. I'm glad I got it. You yeah, know, so. I sometimes want to cry when I see how small they were. Did you keep any? I'm awful. I didn't. How awful? That's am not I? awful. I didn't do it. <laughs> that's called that's called not being a hoarder. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There you go. I'm not a hoarder. <laughs> shoes especially I always keep shoes oh. like shoes are my thing I love them so yeah. and I love baby shoes because they're so, so cute, cute. They're so, they small. So, cute. so small and I, I can't let us move on without you um, are you allowed to describe for us what he's wearing to the wedding or is that a big surprise it's a what big wearing? surprise <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I tried to sneak that one in. But, uh, but all I can tell you is going to look adorable our, our friend Arthur Gallen is uh, designing all our outfits and he's got something special for him uh, I I hope you're wearing something rainbow, given you're not allowed to. You're not allowed That's to a cake. rainbow cake. <laughs> Did you win on that argument? Uh, probably, yeah. <laughs> I always win. <laughs> yes, especially when I'm organising it. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, the next um, thing we're going to talk about is very different to f- mm. fashion. We're going to have a chat about slime. <laughs>
conversation. In the couch, it's on the rug. It's in my hair. And where's all my Tupperware? If it's lost, you can look and you will find it. Slime after slime. And our uh, this is a song by my new obsession. They're called The Holderness Family. Look them up on Facebook or YouTube. They're this American family who take all these songs and just make them about parenting. But they're very funny. And Slime, just watching the video, I mean, it's this craze that's been going for a while now. I'm not sure if Roman would have been into oh, it. Oh, he's into it. Don't you worry. <laughs> homemade Slime? or his... No, no. I wouldn't know where to start with Homemade Slime. <laughs> All I know, all I can tell you, it's on my carpet. It's oh. everywhere. What about your kids? Do they do the no, homemade slime? they're not into slime. I'm, but they're into homemade Play-Doh. And that's of equal, I think, sticky and, or not sticky, but, you know, ruining everything. So, yeah, but they haven't got into the slime, which I'm very happy about. Yeah. And the thing about slime, especially when it's store-bought and not made, is it eventually turns to liquid. So oh, one right. day, my daughter insisted, she did insisted on taking her slime to school and she's yeah. got a little side pocket yeah. in her bag. And I was walking across and I felt this wet thing going down my leg. <laughs> oh, and I looked and in the middle of the playground, her slime has opened. Oh, no. And it's gone all down the back of my pants oh, before work. No. And she is caught and it's all stuck in the side of the oh, bag. Gosh. And she's distressed because her slime's yeah. everywhere. I'm like, I can't save it now. <laughs> Why did you have it in your <laughs> Late. <laughs> and it was just oh, a mess. So this, I don't know if the yeah. ones you make last longer. But how do you make slime? I mean, lots of chemicals. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it smells dreadful. I yes, mean, it, it does smells smell chemical-like as well. Yeah, so yeah. I can't yeah. say it would be good for the kids having yeah. them on their hands and then. Yeah. Well, if I was any touching. kind of scientist, I would tell you what they use because yeah. it does have a very distinctive smell. But I flunked science at school. <laughs> so there's something like bicarb soda or. Soda. Oh. Some oh, kind of thing no. that they use. Yeah. It must be safe because they've done it at school. Yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> um, no. I'm your kids are a bit older though, Rianne. Yeah. Have they gone through any other crazes? Because there are so many. Not not really crazy. They just they just they just love Play-Doh because they can with Play-Doh when you home make it, you can build structures out of it and they like to build like car tracks and things like that but it goes hard and it sticks and if it gets on the oh, carpet man. it's all You're over. Gone. It's You're all gone. over. All right. I reckon yeah. it says they get closer, older. They get into more gross things. Cra- well, yeah. <laughs> you know they see stuff in the playground. Yeah, that they want. yeah, yeah. Well, at the moment it's all about Paw Patrol. So everything I've, I've like, I'm, I've overbinge on Paw Patrol. <laughs> <laughs> what are their I, names, Aaron? <laughs> I can't look at any more rubble, cheese, Rocky. Cheese, Rocky. <laughs> uh, like enough, enough. And, like the beds Sky? are Paw Patrol. <laughs> yeah. the, you know, it's like coloring books and pencils and toys and this. I mean, enough <laughs> with Paw Patrol. You've got to introduce him to something you want to watch. <laughs> That's tricky. Yeah, that that's is a very tricky. tricky. Although that's what that's how my kids ended up watching Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, which was a little bit too old for them. Oh yes, I but remember it's good. those. Yeah, I remember those when I was young. There's a new version, Aaron. Is there? Is yeah, there? Oh, yeah it's goodness. much more interesting, much much better plot development. Oh well, he just got into Roger Rabbit, so it's a bit more tamer. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Roger yeah. Rabbit. Yeah. What the movie? It's like this cartoon show, but it's based on the book 
Uh, not Roger Rabbit. Peter Rabbit. Peter, Peter Rabbit. Rabbit. Oh, what am I saying? He's, he's, he's out in the movies now, isn't he? he? He's is. coming soon. You might yeah. want to watch that too. So he loves it. Yeah. Okay, so um, our children might be moving into having a few more crazes that we'll have to deal with. Do you remember any that your parents had to cope with? Because, like I said, I mean, I remember yeah. Knuckles. Do you remember playing no. with Knuckles? Oh, is that when you hurt you, yourself? No. <laughs> When other people really hurt your knuckles, is that when you're older? What suburb did you grow up in? I grew up up in Wales, so all kinds going on there. (laughs) No, it's where you throw them up and you catch them. Oh, yes, yes, I remember that. Remember knuckles? When I was growing up, it was about stink bombs. You remember those vile, awful awful. little uh, vials? Yes, I do remember Oh, my goodness. I got into so much trouble because I kept, you know, kept them all. I kept crushing it in public places when I was six. not... not Insects. These are stink no, bombs no, no. that people make. Yeah. yeah, they make it. They make them in like little glass cylinders, and they're like yellow. Oh, the liquid's yellow. Yeah, and I you step this. on it, and it smells like a dead rat. Yeah. Like, yeah, and awful. I remember dropping one yeah. of those in like a supermarket or you know something like that. I got into so much yeah, trouble because the whole place had to vacate. <laughs> oh my gosh, the things you learn. Did you do anything similar? I used to. I used to be big on. Um, George's Marvelous Medicine book. So I used to then make my own. And I used to have drawers full of these disgusting things. And, you know, I'd use every, from shoe polish to vinegar, to <laughs> anything I could get to make these things. And then I, I remember once I went into the drawer and flies had gone in, there was maggots everywhere. It was disgusting. <laughs> my mum was like, that is it, you are grounded. <laughs> that is the piece. We have to end the panel on that because those are the best stories I think we've had in a while. Rian, Aaron, thank you so much for coming in today. Thank, thank you. you for having me. You've been listening to The Parent Panel, a Kindling Kids radio podcast. If you like what you heard, don't forget to leave a review and share it with your friends. The Parent Panel, new episodes every Friday. Hey there, do you love Kindling Conversation? Make your voice heard and vote for it at the Australian Podcast Awards. Head to kindling.com.au slash vote. But do it soon, because voting closes April 1st. (laughs) 